Everybody ain't built to just leap in Dive into a world where no one saves you when you're sinking It's all or nothing, nothing we won't do this to maintain A higher living, higher status, higher place to reign Going insane while the world is trying to tell us something No holding back, no strings attached It's all or nothing Welcome to our episode of Horror and Hooch today. Um, as always, I have the lovely co-hosts with me. I have Kay Bly and Jade Astro from The Fifth Wall. And you guys know me. I am Desiree from Temper Drinks. And today, we got another interview for you guys. Um, this interview is an amazing young lady. Her name is Miss Kelly Jo Mentor. If you do not remember her, you guys, she was in... Nightmare on Elm Street 5, and she has a very notable scene. If you don't recall, we're going to play that clip for you so you guys can get a little bit of a refresher. Miss Cable, I can get that clip. Gotcha. Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I on edge again? Okay. <laughs> it's that sound that he makes with those. Get the little screeching with his claws. Crazy. 
Just a look guys. Samantha, she's the key. And there is that clip, you guys. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. One of my favorite um, installments of the Nightmare on Elm Street um, franchise saga, whatever you want to call it. There's so many of them. Miss um, Kelly Jo Minter was also in my favorite horror movie, The People Under the Stairs. Yeah. Had a part in um, the Lost Boy. She was an extra in that movie. I don't know if you guys remember. I had to go back and look at it myself. The scene where when they where? were in, she was in the store, <laughs> the cashier when they were in the store. Dang, that was her. Slip that through that. Mm, and I yeah. love Lost Boys. That's like I, my mama bought me that for my birthday. That's how much. <laughs> I <love that>. <laughs> she was in that too. No, so she got something my new boy. She is definitely a horror legend. She is a really down-to-earth person. She was one of those people that's like us being young and watching horror movies and you don't really get to see yourself in these movies a lot. And so like, she was just one of those standout people. She's like, you know, our black screen queen. And we just kind of like admire her so much for that. And she's also been in a whole lot of other stuff that's not like she's my favorite show ever a different world she had a few episodes in season two and she was in uh new jack city um house party house party she was working in the bank girl she was like golden age back in the 80s and 90s like just very wonderful person uh desiree developed a drink for um, Miss Kelly Joe, based off of that uh, Nightmare on Elm Street clip that you just seen. So, mm -hmm. Deborah, let's get to this uh, blood and water. Blood in the water. Blood in the water. So, y'all know she didn't die, but still, that scene <laughs> just made me think terrifying death. So, this drink is blood in the water. Um, what you need for it is rum, which I'm going with the double base. So, I have a light rum and I have an age rum. Also, you're going to need some blue curacao and also some sweet and sour. I'm being raggedy today, y'all. I'm using a mix and some grenadine. So, we're going to start this one off with your shaker, as always, full of ice. You need about three-fourths ounce of both your rum, and so I'm just going to pour that up. <laughs> Can't never have too much. Um, <laughs> you also need a full ounce of your blue curacao. And just a splash of sweet and sour. And we will shake that up. Y'all know I say shake it till you see a little frosting thing. It looks cold. We don't got too cold. Hold on. There we go. And all right. And you want to strain that into a glass full of ice. Strain, strain. Oh, that's nice. It's such a pretty. I did mine backwards. I put mine in there and then put the ice. 
she just a little backwards. And then the blood in the water. That little grenadine. Don't need a lot of this. Just a couple drops. So you can get that proper effect. And well, my effect ain't proper today, neither. Come on now. You get your your, your grenadine flowing through there. So here we go, guys. Once you add that grenadine, if you can see, it kind of comes down to the bottom. That's your blood in the water. So go ahead and make that up. Sip a little bit. Enjoy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is good. I was sipping a little bit during the interview. <laughs> but I want to let y'all might want to make this one. This is good. She say that all the time, though, y'all. Oh, all of them be good, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I be working on it. Yes, <laughs> be good now. Um, we want you guys to be able to access this interview, so make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Fifth Wall, the Fifth Column, and Temper Drinks. We are on all platforms. Um, our Twitter account is the official fifth wall, and we are on TikTok at Horror and Hoot. So go ahead yeah, and add us on there, you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say, I got to say something about TikTok. I don't know if I'm if I'm for TikTok because they being very discriminative when it comes down to their videos. They have yep. been allowing racist videos to go through, but have been taking down videos from black creatives and knocking those down. But they've been allowing racist videos to go through. So I'm gonna be honest, Tr um, Jade Ashford won't be on TikTok. Oh my goodness, I didn't know that. I'm, 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 I just found out today. I just found out today, and it is complete solid information. So I am, for me, I'm banning TikTok. I'm not on it. Mm -mm. Well, child, we learn something new every day. Mm. They mm. have racist challenges that they're allowing people to post. But when you might have someone like Patrick Cloud from All Deaf Digital, they'll do something funny. And one of his mm -hmm. skits was about bacon and eggs. And they took that down, but they're allowing these racist challenges. And so, like, I just... Eggs and bacon, I want breakfast. He's just talking about, you know, breakfast. He's talking about bake. Bacon and eggs, you know? Well, y'all, scratch that. We're going to put TikTok on pause until they stop with the racist stuff because we ain't with all that. Mm -hmm. That is something new. Um, yeah, They're about to get protests, too, like everybody else. <laughs> yes, I had to say something. I was like, oh, no, I don't know if my sisters know this, but uh, no, we we talk. I ain't well, no girl. I know and spreading and letting our audience know, y'all. That might be something for y'all to check out and and be mindful about that. We might have to hold off on that until the you know creators and directors and stuff behind TikTok, you know, get get it together and yes. diversity. Yes, for that, wake up, promote diversity and uh, ban racism because yes. that's where we are in the economy right now. Um, I want to send love and prayers out to all of the protesters that are out there fighting and trying to make a way for us to, you know, not just be able to say we have our rights just because to have our rights, but to actually have have our rights and exercise our rights and be able to 
um, be ourselves without ourselves being a crime. So thank you to all the protesters out there fighting. Thank you to everybody who is virtually protesting and using your voice to speak up. Um, on behalf of the fifth wall, we will be holding a virtual rally so that we can help, you know, put our information out there so that we can do our part and help with social justice change and provide people with community resources so that we're doing our part. We are all in this together and we are all going to speak up, use our voices and use our platforms until change is made because we're not letting up uh, this time. COVID is still out there. Make sure you guys are still putting your masks on when you go outside to these stores, um, washing your hands, using your hand sanitizer, you know, make sure you disinfecting all of this stuff. We're out here battling a global pandemic and racism at the same time. So we're just going to stay prayed up and stay strong and stay in this together. Um, once again, I want to say thank you to Miss Kelly Jo Minter for allowing us to interview her. This was very fun. This was uh, such an experience for me, being that she has been influencing me uh, as a, you know, woman of color in the horror genre. It was uh, something that I will always like cherish that we got a chance to talk to her. And not only that, she has um, <clears throat> made herself a resource to us. So that's not going to be the only time we see Miss Kelly Jo Minter. We have her around for the long haul. Shout out to Latanya from Live and Be Great. Um, and also a part of our um, fifth column horror series. She was a part of the interview too, so that we can gain more insight as to how we can make a better horror anthology to um, premiere to the world. So without further ado, everybody, get it together, get your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you your need, drink. your drink. Ladies, <laughs> don't sing. <laughs> and don't sing. She live, we, go, we live in these days in horror movies. Okay. <laughs> we out here surviving, y'all. And I want you guys to go ahead and... um. Enjoy this interview, and we will see you guys next time. There she is. <laughs> Hi. Hey, you guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> now, who, who is who? Okay. <laughs> I'm Kima. Hi, um, Kima. Yes, I'm Kima. <laughs> And we also have Desiree, who's also um, a host of the Horror and Hooch podcast. And then we also have Latanya, who um, helped me co-create our horror series. And she will be the leading actress yes. of the horror series. So she's <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys doing? Yeah, it's a pleasure. Definitely a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just chilling. It's like they're turning up out here. So I'm like in my backyard. I'm like, I can just see the helicopters, but it's oh wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, they toured Atlanta last night, so uh -huh. I'm staying in the house. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what they expect people to do. Right, exactly. I have four sons of my own. I get it. Wow. I get it. 
Yeah. I got two. So I'm 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 right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you so um, we start with introductions, which we just did. Um okay. and Can you guys hear me okay and all of that? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I left my computer in my car in my cousin's car, and I'm like, uh, I'm just on my iPhone, so I hope it's okay. That's okay. good. Yeah, right. we hear you, and um, we'll give the audience like a introduction of the topic, then uh, talk about the drink, and then the discussion. So yeah, that was cute. Like, you guys got little. <laughs> 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 I need a drink right through here, but okay. <laughs> Just, you know, do your thing, and then whenever you need me to start in, I will. Uh, All right. Desiree, you want to tell her the drink that we uh, fixed for her today? Yes. Okay, so in honor of your movie, um, well, one of your movies, um, Nightmare on Elm Street 5 is the one I chose for your most famous scene. When you are diving into the pool, I am making a drink called Blood in the Water. Um, <laughs> so, uh, in Blood in the Water, you need rum. You can choose a spice rum and a light rum, or you can do one rum, personal preference. Blue curacao, um, sweet and sour, and grenadine. Mm. And the way, the way you make this drink is just get your glass of ice, Start with about a three-fourth ounce of rum. If you're going to do two rums, do three-fourths of both rums. Um, add about a half an ounce of sour to that and a half an ounce of blue curacao. Once that mix up, it's going to give you a pretty blue color, and you just drop a little bit of that grenadine on top, and it floats, and it makes it look like blood in the water. Ah, creative. <laughs> I'm actually sipping on another drink, but you know, I mean, well, I like that. I like that aspect of you guys' your show. You have a little <laughs> cocktail tip. Who, 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 who wouldn't want that? Exactly. <laughs> it, it helps. It helps with the creative juices. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And just so you know, it is a good drink. <laughs> I don't usually do mixed now. drinks, but uh, I would try that. <laughs> since you don't do mixed drinks tell me what is your preferred drink what what do you like you what know what go? i i used to drink mm-hmm. um i i have you know i'm i'm a ve- kind of a vegan now oh okay so, uh, but i still drink so <laughs> <laughs> i drink tequila i just okay, like my favorite just tequila i like tequila i can't drink like dark uh like whiskey or hennessy i used to back in the day i can't do it anymore yeah, uh, yeah, I like tequila. That's yeah. my favorite. I'm, I think I'm the only tequila girl in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready when you guys are. Is it too loud in here? Out, out here? No, the, no, no, it's not too loud. But the wind, I think it might be interfering with your internet connection because oh, okay. you're freezing. You know what? Maybe, maybe my signal is not good. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Maybe I should get closer to my thing. Yeah, wherever you're closer to the Wi-Fi, maybe. Yeah. So you don't have to freeze. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Yeah. In the house. There you go. <laughs> I'm back in the house. All right, I'm gonna do this just like this, and I'm gonna set the phone up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not. Oh wait. You comfortable? <laughs> you good and comfortable? <laughs> I'm, feel, I'm feeling good now. Good. I feel like a 
people in my house, uh, they're, they're doing some work. So mm -hmm. when they start working, I, I'll have to move. But Okay. That's okay. Okay. So I'm ready. You guys are. Um, first question, and I, I really need to know this. How was it like working with Robert England? <laughs> you know what? It was, he was really cool. I, it was funny because the director didn't really want me to have a lot of contact with him. When I did my scene with him, it was like, you know, I was seeing Freddy Krueger. I didn't see him. Because uh, mm -hmm, of all the special effects. Right, right. So when we did the scene, it was kind of, uh, you know, I wasn't there the days he was doing his stuff. So it was more of a surprise. But he, Robert England is dope. You know what I mean? He's like one of the most gracious uh, people, actors. I have seen him talk to so many people on these cons and he's just a wealth of information. And the dude is like, he's a, he's an incredible actor. You know, he's, yeah. he's a super nice guy. Every time I see him, I mean, it's all good. It looks yeah, like it. He's always like smiling and you just, you know, always like in a good mood. I was just like, I don't think you could do that. You can't do that and talk to all the people that you do with these horror cons and be if that's not you. You couldn't because just the, just the, the sheer quantity of people. And I mean, he's like a genuine, nice person, which you don't really see in Hollywood a lot because people are crazy. They are. I agree. Yes, that they are. Well, I came up behind the scenes before I was an actor. So oh, I mean okay. it all. Yeah. But there are some super really nice good people too, so. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get a chance to meet um, Wes Craven? Because I know he really he wasn't a part of the a lot of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, but I know he was uh, majorly a part of his movie, The People Under the Stairs. Yes, yeah, definitely. He directed that, so yeah, definitely. <laughs> Wes. I envy her. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's when dude, like, you know, we'd be sitting down having lunch, and he would just be telling you some stories and you're like what you know what i mean wow you know did you ever see that movie serpent in the rainbow no you oh you gotta see what you guys have oh, got the serpent in the rainbow okay in the rainbow yeah. he was down he was down in haiti filming that and he was just telling us some stories about it yeah that's that's dope oh, in haiti loosely based on a true story i won't give it all to you. you you'll have to do your homework on that but yes, uh, that is something you definitely gotta watch because okay. it had a it had a, a large black cast in it as well oh i haven't seen it but i heard him talk about it in a documentary <laughs> yeah see it yeah i've heard him reference that movie a lot of times because he learned a lot about the culture and people while he was doing that movie. Yes. Yeah, so we would be talking, of course, I mean, all kinds of stuff, but uh, he was super interesting. I mean, he, that's, that's one of the people that you meet in the business that's uh, an enigma because there aren't really a lot of nice people. You know what I mean? It's like genuine. And that was Wes for sure. 
Oh, that's good to hear because he's one of my favorites. So I'm that, you know, people that you kind of like idolize and that influence you are actually like really good people because it's like, you know, sucks if people that you, you know, really feel like influenced your work and your life and they really weren't good people, it turns out. That's good to hear that he was actually a really genuine person. Yeah, nice, super nice. Do you um, still keep in contact with um, Brandon Adams from the? Yeah, I do. Yes. (laughs) Brandon's doing this thing. You know what I mean? Brandon's done so many different films, and uh, of course, he was a child actor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's a grown grown man now, and uh, talent hasn't left him. And I keep telling him to get back into it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? He has a lot of couple of other things going on, but. Super nice guy, you know what I mean. So yeah, Brandon is is cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, all the cast members, uh, you know, that I work with, I haven't worked with. Uh, I mean, Wendy and the other guy, but just going out on the cons, um, you know, it's, it's it's a couple of us, and we're all good. So yeah, yeah. So I know you mentioned. Um, I'm sorry, you mentioned that you kind of grew up, you working behind the scenes first. How did you get into the business? What got you started? I was, uh, I worked as a PA. I worked with this one producer named Topper Carew. Topper Carew is his brother from Boston. And uh, I worked with him on some documentaries. And then um, I was working, they had offices at Universal. And one of my friends says, uh, she said, Kelly, I want you to go read this part. And I'm like, what is it? You know what I mean? So I, I hadn't done a movie or anything like that. And I went and I read the part. And I got the part. And it was a mask with Cher. Do you guys know who Vicki Thomas is? Victoria Thomas? Vicky, she's a casting director. And she's a black woman. And she's baller, baller. You got to look her up. She's probably got five shows going out. She does all Quentin Tarantino's movies. I mean, oh. that, that's not even, that's, her her career is prolific. And that's my homegirl who put me on. Oh, uh-huh. gotcha. Okay. So, so from that, I wound up getting a, a development deal with Universal. Of course, they didn't know what to do with me at the time. You know what I mean? People don't know, oh, what, what are you? You know, they, they didn't know. You know what I mean? But working with Cher and Sam Elliott, Again, I mean, those people were so gracious to me. I was just like, I'm working with Cher. I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? But uh, she and I were born like in the same town, uh, Imperial Valley, Brawley. But you're talking about, that's like, those are like superstars. Real people. I'm talking about, come to my trailer. You know, have, have, have lunch with me. You know what I mean? Really a nice person. Sam Elliott, awesome. I hadn't seen Eric Stoltz because he had his mask and all you know all that uh mm-hmm. not mask but all the makeup on until I did the scene with him so uh super nice and uh, I mean that was my first movie and uh that was a great experience working with mm-hmm. some super talented mm-hmm. people who were incredibly nice okay um I got a question. <laughs> um, how would you say 
um, the pressure of having to represent like diversity affected you? Like, did it always, was it always something you had to think about before you stepped into each role? I never think about it. I, I'm about my business. I do whatever. I'm on a pay or play contract. I came from the hood, okay? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm not that kind of person where I'm a pro. I go out there and I'm handling my business. I'm not representing. I am who I am. I have been, yes, the token whatever. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of movies back to back to back to back. But it's like, I'm still Kelly. I'm still going to be mm -hmm. me. I'm not like kissing up to anybody. That's why they cast me from the jump. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to bring something to that part. I know there mm -hmm. are parts where some things that I have done in my past, past, past. And uh, I was telling the director, I'm like, mm, this wouldn't have went down like that. <laughs> I did yeah. that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they're like, oh, and corrected. So, um, I'm a real person mm -hmm. and I'm bringing my thing to the roles that were given to me at the time. So right. was there pressure? No, because you didn't, I mean, outside of Diane Carroll and all those people, of course, there's tons of people that came before me. But when that, that period, I was worked a lot when you weren't really seeing, but, and then people think, oh, okay, you're Puerto Rican. You're just, well, not Puerto Rican. I'm black. You know, black people know other black people. I'm black. <laughs> you know, I mean, both my parents are black. A mix, but but I'm but I identify as being a black woman. Mm -hmm. You know, so but it's funny sometimes you're around and it's like uh, people think you're everything but black. Mm -hmm. But this is who I am. Um, and. I just want you to realize that the significance your role in those movies had on the, the horror culture. Um, my mom is a horror movie fan. My older sister is a horror movie fan. So I was like a little kid watching all of these horror movies at a very young age. Great. Um, way too young. I'm watching all of the Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm watching Jason. I'm watching Michael Myers. I'm watching Chucky. And it like desensitized me because like horror movie, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't like um, get to me like it does some people. Like, because I've been right. since I was small. And right. to see somebody who is a black person in the horror movie that is like every few movies you hope to get a glimmer of somebody that yeah. looks like you in the movies and then you come to you know, mm -hmm. Elm Street Part 5 and it's like she didn't even I had never even seen those and I had never even seen a Nightmare on Elm Street before mm. really? no I didn't and I wasn't even going to do it matter of fact when I read for the part I had the flu and I went in there anyway I was I was sick and I had taken this a NyQuil. I fell asleep in the in the hallway. <laughs> wow. I was like, oh my gosh. And Eileen Knight, she was so nice in West. I was like, I am not well. They let me come back. Wow. They let me come back like a couple of days later. I was just like out of it. But anyway, yeah, you know, I mean it's 
it's so funny because people stop me all the time. They're like, oh, man, I remember you from this. And, it, and it's great. You know what I mean? It's like I'm happy to sign an autograph and people acknowledge you because that is, a you know, when you're growing up, it's like, wow, I do remember that person. Even myself, I saw this black person. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. not that I grew up wanting to be an actress, but it's mm -hmm. nice people that look like you for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And watching the people under the stairs as an adult, I see it differently than I did as a child. Because yeah. watching it younger, I was just, you know, you get you get the horror aspect out of it. You get those, you know, those children up under those kidnapped kids under the stairs. You get, you know, Brendan Adams running around the house trying to escape these crazy white people. And yeah. you watch it as an adult and you start listening and it's like there was a reason all of this. But look at the whole social commentary of exactly. that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't catch yeah. that until I got older. And I was like, that was really brave of Wes Craven to had done that at that time. Yeah. The yeah. Movie got made mm -hmm. and that people see it because that that's my favorite horror movie, hands down. For well, you know, Jordan Peel really uh uh, I mean, when they when he did get out, he loves the people under the stairs. I do too. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So it's kind of like people like him do. I mean, there's suspense. There wasn't that much blood, but it's like really making something uh, interesting and scary. But of course, commentary of the day. You know. So I mean, that's what I love about horror too. You don't really need a star. You the horror is the star. You just got to have, you know, I mean, who, who would have thought that Nightmare on Elm Street would have done what it's done? Nobody I mean, it's a, Freddy Krueger is an icon to me. Yes, still. Like, he outlived yeah. the 80s, and people didn't expect him to make it that far. And he just outgrew the whole 80s era, and we're in 2020, and... People still know who he is and know those movies, and it's like Absolutely. before that he he you know Freddie pops up and people want to go back and look at the old stuff, and it's like always nice to go back, because um, even nowadays they still are like killing all black people in certain movies to go back and say like you know a black girl did survive yeah. Freddie in one of his movies. You she know, and I, wondering, and I was wondering like why wasn't I in sick? But there, I mean. Later on, you hear, oh, I see why. I mean, there was, you know, it doesn't even matter, but it had nothing to do with me. But, uh, yeah, that's one Black person who didn't kill in a horror movie, so that would be me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to add you to the list of uh, survivors, because it's a very small list. But, yeah, add you. Um, we watched the horror noir documentary, and... Mm -hmm that just gave us a whole new outlook on the horror genre and it gave us especially me as a writer and tanya as an actress something to something else to think about when we're creating these stories and these characters well i didn't even know that stuff you know what i mean and all faded <laughs> it was and i thought it was so well done and everybody that 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 talked about it. I mean, it, it, was, it was really interesting. So mm -hmm. I thought it was a very well done documentary and I thought everybody, I mean, like I said, I'm just like you as well. I'm like, I love documentaries. I was like, wow, 
of course you don't see it when you're, when you're being interviewed, but uh, I thought it was impressive just yeah. to have that history because you don't know. Exactly. Right. It's a lot of stuff we just, we didn't see, we didn't catch. We, we yeah. didn't even like, realize. And yeah. by the time we got to like nowadays and Jordan Peele caught wind of, you know, certain themes and elements and stereotypes that were put in him. Yep. And he's like, I have, I can change all of this. I, I make my own movies, and my own money. I can flip the script and write it the way that I want to. And well, to let me ask you guys a question since you guys are writers and uh, the, where, where are you guys going to take this? Well, an interesting fact about me and Kima, we're also therapists. <laughs> so it's like, we want to go deeper and bring in the psychological factor, um, which, which, you know, which also we saw in the documentary, like that part, um, make it more real. And we want to yeah. go off of what am I really experiencing? Because there's no, there's no book on how black people are supposed to psychologically deal with the fact that they will Trauma. always be judged. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of their yes, life as less than human when they're human. So we're pushing that because we can't ignore what is going on. And we want people to be able to see it and feel it however we can. Like the severity of what we have to go through. Mm. And we want to do something that's never been done uh, and do something that stands out. There hasn't, we had like tells from the hood, but tell mm -hmm. the hood is just a movie. It's like we kind of took that concept and said, now what if a, a regular show, a regular anthology, and that's what gave us our concept to like, what mm -hmm. the horror genre, something that we really love, passionate um, actresses, um, we're using um, a lot of diversity, we have producers that are of color, directors, wardrobe stylists, people that like us, people that know us to help mm -hmm. our stories in a way that it hasn't been done before. Like, yeah. You've seen a, um, a diverse, a diversely pushed horror anthology. You haven't, that, that's not in a place that they would, that they want us to be in. That's not how that people would typically see us lasting that long. Right. And different episodes and different stories of war. Mm -hmm. like everybody has this like, oh, this is what black is, especially black women. You need to be this, you know. Yeah. So we yeah. want to test that boundary to kind of like um and you know what's so horrible about it? You don't get the chance to do it unless you're no. doing your I exactly. can't tell you how many times I went out on auditions and this is like I can do this role in my sleep. Right. Because it's, mm -hmm. there's no, I, I don't even think I've really begun to act, to tell you the mm -hmm. truth. As, at that time, this is what it is. They weren't seeing people of color. I mean, you know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say that. You know, the 80s, it was just a different time. You started to yeah. see more, more people of color, which was great. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, nah, unless you're writing it, they're not going to get it. Right. You know, and and not even saying you're a, a black woman writing it. Mm -hmm. That's a different perspective than a black man writing it. Right. You know what I mean, so you know, you you definitely got to have your own take on that. And it's great to see other. Uh, you guys ever watch Masterclass? Have you ever mm -hmm. seen? Masterclass? 
Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, my friends were telling me about it. I have it, but I haven't had a chance. But it's like, you know, Shonda Rhimes and different people coming on. And, you know, I think that's incredible. You guys mm-hmm. are, you know, you, you just got to do it. I right. produced yeah. a film, um, like, back, I don't know, when was it? It was in the 90s, the early 90s. Um, everything I've ever done, I, I, I just do it. I do it scared whatever but i do it mm-hmm. so you everybody's got all these major you know plans and you know no nah, you just gotta get out there and you gotta shoot stuff if you're yeah. already writing you know what i mean it's you do a little sizzle reel you know what i mean it, mm-hmm. it can be done i just think a lot of times people just get bluffed by oh this is so big and i need to take it no you don't I mean, when you start thinking about all these scary movies that came up and they did it on $12 and it made <laughs> million dollars, don't figure. So it can be done. So that's already out there. So I wouldn't just, don't limit yourself to, uh, you know, that you have to get down with the studio. I mean, there's the way things, look look at us right now in 2020. We are on a Zoom chat. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? You can do it. You guys yes, gotta write something for me. And, uh, write something for me in there, and uh, uh, we got I, you. We oh my god, you. that would be great. I wanted, I wanted you to say it before I asked because I didn't want to thirsty. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm 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 critical. I'm critical, but it's just like I have seven. I have a, a big family. I have a bunch of sisters, and brothers. So we are critical because we want you guys to do the best. You know what I mean? It's just like. I'm I'm in a different generation than you guys, but it's like mm-hmm. I'm all for seeing any young person try to make it. But you guys are accomplished young black women. I, I'm down. I'd love to see it. We appreciate that. You don't know how much that means. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't know because I'm like I, I, I just love got that chills. I'm like I'm gonna be like desperate and asking her and. She- <laughs> I put her on the spot and it gets awkward, but I'm like, mm-hmm. so she said, yes. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I mean, <laughs> that's also something different that we want to experience. We don't want to have to explain our blackness to people. Um, I struggle when it comes to working on this project, you know? Um, we don't want to be questioned why we make that choice or why we made this choice or why don't you have her looking like how I see a black woman or how I see a black man. We don't want to have to explain ourselves. We've done enough explaining. You should already know. You know? Uh, I hear you. <laughs> and, 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 and it's kind of like, you know, with, with the onset of Instagram and mm-hmm. all of these different things, it's great that you can see variations uh, uh, you know, a hundred people putting on makeup. I, I, I ain't mad at you. You got two million followers and you're in your bathroom <laughs> stain, hair towel, whatever. You know what I mean? Because it's relatable. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's relatable. Right. And that's what it's got to be. Yeah. You know? That's, that's um, what I meant to say. With all the little sci-fi that we mentioned, also kind of like a like law and order. How they would sometimes take um, real life stories, yes, and then you know put their take on it. We want to add that to the horror genre. Uh, I so. think that's a great, a great idea. You know, because I think 
I don't know. I haven't seen, I've seen it attempted on a bigger budget, mm-hmm. but it was like, mm, nah, you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. not mentioning any names, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like, we can do better. Yeah. You know, but I think uh, women bring a different, I mean, not, women don't even get a chance to direct. Give me a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you even mm-hmm. know? You know what I mean? There's a handful of directors out there, and um, the majority of them are not black. That's for sure. So you know, you're already therapists. You already know how people think. You know, (laughs) we know better to tell our stories than us. Like Tanya was saying, like we don't want to have to explain to someone why we're doing something in a particular way because as, yes. well we know why we're doing it this way <laughs> and we don't want to have to explain it off to somebody yeah have somebody else come in and, and say it should be done this way i was watching um the never sleep again documentary and the the black lady who was in part four said the director tried to do a voiceover on her because he told her she didn't sound black enough hmm. like, no no <laughs> This is why yeah. we have to do it ourselves. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you, I don't know, I think other Black people recognize Black people. That doesn't mean everybody, every Black per- person grew up in the hood, or you know what I mean, it's stereotypical, or you have to speak a certain way. You can articulate this, like, I'm still going to sound like me. You know? <laughs> right. Because right. we're not you know. monolithic. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not... I've heard, I, I did a film and the dude thought I wasn't hard enough. I'm like, really? Okay. Well, all right. Let, let me really show you. Right. you know? <laughs> so, corn, corn, corn. All I can say is you got to get out there and do it. Now's the time. It's like the wild, wild west. If you can't make something happen now, you can't make it out. What is the template? The template, I got to move because it's getting loud in here. The template is uh, you just doing it. And you know what? As I, even when I went to the film noir thing and they had the screening, I met a couple of different young uh, black women out there that are doing horror or they want to direct and write. But, you know, right now you guys are doing this podcast. You know, that's off to you. I can barely get on my telephone. <laughs> you know, that's, I think that's, that's impressive. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not here as like, you know, a film school teacher or anything like that, but I do know people I do know about sizzle reels. I do know something about film and people want to be engaged quickly. Well that, I mean, that's why we reach out. We wanna hear from people like you who've been in the business, who know what's going on, who know how to make it happen because we like you said, we're young, we're new to this. I'm not a writer. I'm a big, I'm a fan. What drew me to this group was to get outside of the taboo. Like in the black yeah. community, it's hard to have mm-hmm. religion and, and horror and superstition coincide because it's taboo. Right. And so when I see other people like me, like all my life, my grandma's like, girl, that stuff is, is morbid. That's bad. Don't put that in your spirit. And it's not that I'm <laughs> it into my spirit. It's entertainment. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so you know what I, I will say there, there there was a role that I'm like I could have done that role but I'm like mm, I ain't doing that <laughs> I ain't not doing that I am not going to be rolling around in no blood with the chicken and you know 
it was a good, it was a very popular movie at the time but it's like i just have my things that what i'm not gonna do you know mm -hmm. right? and um I'm, I'm not down to do everything mm -hmm. yeah and, and that, uh, that's why we got to do it ourselves to, exactly for every reason mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. yeah. that's what i'm saying right now is the perfect time so you know be about it yes thank you for for advice <laughs> and and listening to us we, we cherish stuff like this because within this genre it's not like we have a lot a lot of mentors or people to go to for this like this is valuable for us and we want to say thank you this ain't even in the horror genre but i know you were in a different world when they first crossed over to being more hbcu like and me and tanya are products of hbcu so okay <laughs> so thank you for being even a part of that because i yeah that that was a trip i really love mm -hmm. doing a different world but uh it is what it is and uh, keep on moving but you know what I, i'd love to come back and chat with you guys and i'm yes. here for you yeah. we love yes yes and thank you so much for for doing this why wouldn't you help the next generation why wouldn't you what, what, you know so yeah that, that's that's your duty i think mm -hmm. yes i have one um, more question one more question sure because sometimes we want to just do away with how things were done because they were done in the past but i don't feel the same like i did when i was watching movies in the 80s and the 90s there, there's mm -hmm. something missing yes. it is that we need to get back to oh my gosh that's such a that's a, that's a big question are we missing a culture i think we're missing uh <laughs> i think we're missing god mm. that's what i think we're missing god then that's a generation you know so i mean you know there's People believe whatever they want to believe, and I don't try to like push anything on anybody. But mm -hmm. you ask me a pointed question, I'm going to answer you. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, so the power. Yeah, you know, I'm not. You know, and it's just like it may be unpopular, mm -hmm. whatever. I don't care. You, you miss Jesus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you don't have that root, I mean, and even that, you know, if even if people read the Bible, of course, everybody has their own thoughts about it there's so many mysteries and scary stuff that happened in the bible you can make that a horror story maybe exactly. the bible is the whole story exactly. yes <laughs> yeah you want to really there's some stuff in there mm -hmm. you know that that's just my opinion mm -hmm. that was a broad question but that's the first thing that came to mind <laughs> That's fine. Thank you for answering it. I appreciate it. Take that because we definitely need <laughs> in prayer over here. <laughs> yes, we do. That's right. That's I don't know where we'd be without it. <laughs> I mean, I'm already knowing. I I already know. That's why I really feel uh, that I would really love to work with you guys or help you. You guys have my phone number. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. This is this is real deal. And today. Mm -hmm. Definitely don't have to, but you will, and we appreciate it. We don't take it lightly at all. No, not at all. Exactly. <laughs> it's, been, well, it's been a journey just to get this far. So amen. Well, you know what you guys are doing, and you guys are putting forth the effort, and that's 
And I think a lot of people think overthink stuff and they never do it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't do anything with it. So, so what? You guys yeah. hit me to do this podcast. I'm down to do it. What am I doing? This is a quarantine. Where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> Be out some. That should be a no-brainer for a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. guess what? If you don't ask, you ain't going to get anything. So don't be intimidated to hit up people who you think wouldn't be interested. Because no means maybe to me. So I'm going to use that from now on. I need to put that (laughs) No means maybe. I got it. You know, (laughs) go out there. You know, you've been to school, you, 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 hey, I commend you. You know what I mean? Not everybody can finish college. Not everybody can finish high school. I was one of those people. You know what Mm. I mean? Hey, but you know, I I grind. You know, I'm going to make a way. Well, I'm not going to make a way. It's just, I've been really, truly, when I said I've been blessed to be doing this business and had all the the experiences and the people that I've met, I'm really fortunate. And I just keep parlaying it into other things. So, you know, as you should help the next person. Y'all, thank you so much for having me on. Thank Thank you. you. Uh, Lending us a few minutes of your time and talking Mm -hmm. to us and giving us these little gems to take with us. Thank you you again Mm -hmm. for having me, though. So hit me up. We will. We will. I already know. Yeah. All right. Guys. Get to know it's these docu- faces. It's documented. You know what I'm documented. You said it. We got proof. I'm not gonna get me up and, and you know all that phone. Well, you know, if I can help out, uh, I will. Yes, ma'am. Thank okay. you. Thank all right, y'all. Have a good evening. You too. Be safe. Thank you. Bye. Something, no, 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 no strings attached. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing, nothing. We won't.